Hey guys, welcome back to the Bloom From Within podcast. If you're new here, my name is Renee and I am your host. Just a reminder, if you like what you hear today, please be sure to leave a positive review. It can only help myself and the show grow. And with that, let's get started. Hello, hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to the show. For today's episode, we are going to take a dive into boundaries and why we need them, the benefit we get from them, what they are, what they're not. So I hope you came ready to talk about some really important stuff because boundaries are things that everybody needs in all aspects of their life. I remember when I first started my own healing journey and I started to learn about boundaries and how to implement them. I like couldn't even wrap my brain around how I could ever use them. And mostly because I don't think I ever had the confidence in order to implement boundaries with people, with, you know, work, with things like that. But once I finally gained the confidence and when I finally actually started to use them, like my life became so much more peaceful because I was then living, like I was then living like my authentic self. I was doing things and putting myself in situations that were aligned with who I am. And I was separating myself from the things that, that were not, and that conflicted with that vision. So really quickly, if you don't know what boundaries are, or you've never even heard of them before, boundaries are pretty much like a, a limit that you place between you and another person. That way you can be happy. You can coexist as individuals. So think of it as somebody invading your personal space, right? Or somebody like physically getting a little too close to comfort. But boundaries don't always have to be just physical boundaries. And it also doesn't have to be with strangers either. It can be with anybody, with anybody you come into contact with, with spouses, with friends, with coworkers, with family members. And they can be physical boundaries, like mental, emotional boundaries. Like there's so many different types of boundaries that you can have with somebody. And in today's episode, we're not going to exactly touch on all the different kinds of boundaries, but more just like a general conversation as to why it's so important that we like really should have them in our lives. So boundaries are so important because they're a form of protection. So when we have them, we feel safer. We're more able to express our authentic needs and desires. We're able to express what our limits are and thus like preventing us from hitting our breaking point or burning out. It's boundaries are pretty much like a fancy way of saying to like stand up for yourself. Boundaries are also a form of self-care. Like we are all separate people with separate emotions, opinions, like values, desires, and we use boundaries as a way to uphold all of those differences. And that kind of what that's essentially what allows us to be individuals and stay true to who we are. So if you're like struggling setting boundaries, you could be lacking like self-love. Like you have to believe that you are enough in order to say like I have had enough essentially like confidence and trusting in yourself is the key here. And when you have all that love for yourself, that's when you are really going to start setting those healthy boundaries. And those healthy boundaries are so necessary in order to like maintain authentic relationships because they set limits of the people in our lives. So for example, so for those of you who know me, like I grew up in an Italian culture, like standard, like Italian American, you know, household. In Italian culture, there's this like family as everything mentality and meals are essentially the primary like bonding time. And they're that like expression of love, how the family shows love for each other is by like, cooking and serving each other food and having like a really, 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 really like three hour long meal at the dinner table. And in my family, the culture, and it's mostly coming from like the older generation, but if you don't go up for a second plate of food, like there's something wrong with you. Like, God forbid, like, how could you not go get a a second, third, fourth, fifth plate of pasta? Like, (laughs) 
And that's honestly like with my family and particularly my grandmother, I think that I could probably have better boundaries with her. I've gotten better, but I'm not the type of person who can sit there and just eat all day. Like I eat to fuel my body and When I'm full and I no longer have hunger cues from my body, I will stop eating. And if that means I only had one or two plates, like that's it for me. And if I want another plate, I will willingly go up and grab it myself without being pressured by another person just because they feel like I should be eating like 12 plates of food. (laughs) But honestly, I have been getting much better with that boundary. So I actually learned this technique from somebody where if you state your desires like three times in a row, then the person will back off. And that's actually what I've been doing with my grandmother. So every time she says like, hey, like, we'll get more pasta. What are you doing? What do you, what you don't, what you don't like it? What you don't, you don't eat it anymore? (laughs) I'll just say like, no, three times and then she gets it. And then she stops asking me. So it's been working. It's been working out a little bit. There's still some room for improvement, not going to lie, but it's been working so far. So boundaries can be used in all aspects of your life. You can use them. I kind of touched on this earlier, but you can use them in relationships with like family, friends, romantic partners. You can even use them at work with your coworkers. So I used to work at the night shift at my job and my day would start around like 2 p.m. That 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. period was always very busy because it was the overlap of like the morning and evening shifts. So it was a time where people would touch base, like schedule meetings, collaborate. And every day I would come into like back to back pack schedules. So right when I would walk in at two o'clock, I'd have to go to a meeting or talk to somebody or get an update from my boss. And it, it got to the point where that like jam packed schedule right at the beginning of my day was making me feel very overwhelmed. And starting your workday overwhelmed is absolutely not going to set you up for success. Like you are not going to be in a good mood. You are not going to be able to think clearly or make well-informed decisions. As time would pass with this routine, like I started to come in a few minutes earlier every day, just so I could like wrap my brain around what I had to, like what I had going on that day before I started. And honestly, like that wasn't good either. Working more is not aligned with what I value as a person. But the benefit of coming in those extra like 15 minutes each day was that I started to notice what I naturally gravitated towards like before my meetings and how I was like naturally choosing to spend those 15 minutes. So like when I came in, I would put myself down. I would naturally just like leave my office immediately and I would just go walk around the building for five minutes. And honestly, I would just talk to people on like a personal level, just like, I don't know, just like ask them like how they were doing, how was your weekend, like stuff like that. And doing that made me so happy and it made me realize that my day does not need to start like the second I walk in the door. Just because I'm physically like in this building does not mean that you have access to me like at that moment, like for work-related stuff. Like I'm not somebody who can just turn on like my work mode just because the time on the clock says I have to. I'm someone who needs to ease into their work day and have like a smooth transition from personal time to work time. So a physical boundary that I set for myself in order to make sure that I was able to ease into all of my days is first, like I stopped coming in early. Second, I took that first hour of my day and I completely blocked it off in my work calendar. I I think I titled the block as like, acclamation was what I said, like what I put in my calendar every day. Like that way, if anyone tried to send me a calendar invite for that first hour, Microsoft Outlook would show that I was like unavailable or that I was booked. It made me feel like really empowered to decline invitations. Like I felt like I had control over my own life and workday and I wasn't just available to anyone and everyone when they needed me. The way I look at it is, is like, yes, you can physically have me there, But instead of having my presence, like, wouldn't you rather have an effective Renee, like an engaged Renee, like 
a Renee that can contribute and actually offer impactful insight? Or would you rather have the Renee that's just going to sit there and listen because she hasn't like put herself in the headspace yet to work? Even though I'm not on the night shift anymore, like I still do that same thing. <laughs> like the first hour of my work day is sort of like my me time. It's like, it's the time that I need to ease my way into the day. So I need to go slow. I need to get a lay of the land before I can go and direct others. Like I don't have to block off the first hour of my day anymore because it's my first hour of my day is 5 a.m. and nobody's setting up meetings for that hour. But like I, I just make sure that I'm ready for the day so that I can be successful. So similar to how I was able to become aware of what I needed at work, in order to set healthy boundaries, you really need to have a basic level of self-awareness. Like you need to be clear about your expectations of yourselves and of others and really know like what you're willing and unwilling to tolerate and what you are not comfortable with. And like, how do we do this? Like I said this before, like you really have to get to know yourself. You need to, you need to figure out what triggers you, what gets you overwhelmed or like what causes you to have heightened emotions. And once you know what that is, figure out why it's causing you to be overwhelmed. Like setting boundaries are uncomfortable and it takes a lot of courage and bravery, but The way I look at it is like, would you rather experience a high level of discomfort for 30 seconds or would you rather experience a medium level of discomfort for the unforeseeable future? Like I would rather just be super uncomfortable for 30 seconds than the unforeseeable future. I don't know about you guys, but... Boundary is like, it It also requires you to have really good communication skills because you need to be able to communicate your boundaries with clarity. You also need a level of assertiveness because you need to be able to stand firm on your boundaries you're setting. You will have people who will try to make you bend on your boundaries, but if the boundary is important to you, you need to be able to support yourself. Like be your own advocate and let that person know that this is a non-negotiable. When you stand your ground, it's definitely going to give you clear images of the people who value you and who respect you by listening to your boundary. If you have consistently set a boundary with someone and they have consistently tried to get you to bend on it, then good questions that you can ask yourself is whether or not that person is adding value to your life. It is only your job to set a boundary. It's not your job to manage how other people react to it. Like people who value you will be accepting. If they're not, then it's because that they probably like directly benefited from you not having any boundaries in the first place. And if you're like ever met with resilience, something you can say is, I need this from you in order to continue a relationship. And if they can't meet you there, then that's their decision. But at least you set up for yourself. Like a boundary is not for others. It's for you. It's not an ultimatum. It's not a manipulation tactic to get a person to behave a certain way. But in fact, a boundary guides your behavior because remember from previous episodes, you can only control yourself. You cannot control other people. You can only control what you do. So for example, what some people might think as a boundary is something like, don't curse at me. But what I just said, that is not a boundary. It sounds like a rule, honestly, and it sounds like a rule for another person. And again, we cannot control other people. The way we turn that into a boundary is by rewording it to sound something like this. I do not appreciate it when you curse at me. If you continue to curse at me, I'm going to end this conversation and leave. Do you see the difference there? Do you see how that like second communication was different than the first? The first was a rule trying to control another person. The second was not telling the person what they should do, but it was then telling them what you are going to do in response to what they're doing. So that person could stand there and continue to curse to themselves while you leave the room. Like you're not telling them to stop cursing. You're telling them that if they continue to curse, you are going to remove yourself. So that's the difference there. And remember, 
boundaries that guide your behavior. We can only control ourselves. And that is honestly like, if you guys take away anything from this episode, if you, if there's one thing that you guys can take away from this episode, I want you to take away that boundaries guide your behavior. Boundaries are for you. They are not for anybody else. So that is all that I have for you for today. If you guys are listening to this the day that I posted it, you'll notice that it's actually posted on a Monday and Monday is off my schedule. I don't normally post episodes on Monday. I usually post them on Fridays, but I'm actually going to start trying to post two episodes a week going forward. So Friday and Monday are going to be the days I'm committing to. So if there's ever a topic that you guys want me to discuss, please, please, please sure to just DM me on Instagram. Just let me know like what your thoughts are. That way it'll just kind of give me a little bit more guidance as to what I should be talking about especially now that I'll be increasing the frequency of the episodes. And again, if you guys found this of value at all, please be sure to pass it along to a friend who you think would benefit from anything I said today. And with that, I will see you guys on Friday. Bye.